It's the foundation in the storm. There's, there's, you have to have a foundation in the storm. Turn to Matthew chapter 7, and then turn over to Luke chapter 6. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Therefore, whoever so heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which buildeth his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and beat upon this house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And when the rains descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and beat it upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Luke chapter 6. Verse number 46, Bible says, And they called ye, why, and why ye call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Whosoever come unto me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which buildeth a house and diggeth deep and laid the foundation of a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon the house and could not shake it, for it was upon uh, was founded upon a rock. But he heareth that heareth and doeth not is a like and a man that without the foundation built a house upon it, the earth against which the stream did beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you tonight. Lord, just help us be what we need to be. Lord, help us to apply the words of your uh, into our hearts, Lord, that we can reach out and touch others, Lord. Empty me yourself and fill me thy spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Like I said, we've been preaching on uh, about storms and how to survive a storm, uh, uh, how to uh, uh, live in a storm. It's not how to have a life without storms because it's an impossible to have a life without storms. If you're looking to have a life that will have not one storm in it, you're not looking into this lifetime. We have storms. We find that we're going to be, uh, it's going to be an ultimate storm survivor one day. We're going to leave out of this world and go to the new world that we don't have to worry about it. The Bible says up there, said, uh, there's, John said, uh, I see no, there's no sea. So if no sea, there ain't no storms there. So I'm looking forward to that day. The stories we just read about two people, but only one of them is a survivor. One person survives the intensity and magnitude of the storm, and the other person is completely wiped out. And I've been around churches long enough to watch storms hit people's lives, and I've lived long enough to watch storms hit certain people's lives, and it does nothing but increase their faith. It increases their walk with God, and it seems like it pushes them closer to the altar and makes them more faithful and more sweeter. But I've seen the flip side of that, where the others go through the same exact storm as the others did, and it didn't, uh, uh, doesn't uh, draw them closer to God, it pushes them away from God. But instead of all the storms that make them bitter, they don't make them sweeter. They allow the storm to make them angry. They allow the storm to push them out of the church, uh, push them away from the fellowship of God's people, and push them out of the Bible. And they up, end up running themselves down the road. And they always bring up, well, I'll tell you what run me out of that church. In fact, I got that conversation today. 
In fact, and I thought about this. Bro, I've got, I had a, that, this exact conversation of the day with a guy. He says, well, I'll tell you why I left that church. Okay, you tell me. That's all right. But we, we, the, we see the storms have a way of either pushing you away from God or pushing you towards God. The same exact storms. We all go through the same exact storms sometimes. We've all gone through by the uh, uh, graveside. We've all been through sickness. We all done that. We all go through the same storms. But here these two people went through the same type of storm. And one person, the storm pushed them closer to God. And the other person that pushed them completely wiped them out. Here in the text we find two men. They have some similarities. And some things that are not similar. We, we find that both these men were building things. And the Bible said they both of them are building a house. In Luke chapter 6, we just find in 48, it said the, the first man built a house. In 48, 49, it said a man built a house. Two men are building a house. Both of them are trying to build a home. Both of them are trying to build a marriage. Both of them are trying to build uh, children. And both of them are trying to build a job. Both of them are trying to do the same thing. They're trying to build a business. Both of them are trying to live a life and do everything everybody else does. But both of them in this world. Both of them are trying to live this life. We find they're both battered. You notice the storm came for the wise man just as much as it came for the foolish man. I want you to understand that. If you think just because you're tithing, just because you're a church member, your name's on the roll, just because you're uh, uh, praying, just because you're in the Bible doesn't mean that storms does not come your way. In fact, I find it on the flip side uh, that once you do get saved, it seems like the storms come more and more in your life and God is trying to test you and God is trying to reveal things to you. I, I find that. They both were battered. The rain fell, falls on the just and the unjust. We've gone through sickness. We've gone by the way of the graves. We've seen those things. Every one of us, I've dealt with people in church that has gotten cancer and had to deal with them people. Those who have loved the Lord, those are people that got battered. You know that how to get bitter? Just don't do nothing. Just don't do nothing. Just let your thoughts go where they want to go and go through all your trouble. Just let your heart feast on the self-pity and all the questions you have about your troubles, you'll wind up in a better person. You'll wind up a bitter Christian. Can I say that? It takes no effort to get bitter. It don't take you an effort. It, it takes a lot of work not to get bitter. But it absolutely takes no effort for somebody to get bitter. That's the natural recourse of this flesh. We want to get bitter. We want to uh, lash out. We like to uh, lash out that uh, fleshly carnality, flesh that we live in. Uh, it's, it just wants to get bitter. Both of these men were battered. Mark us down. Only one was blown away. Why is one survives a storm and the other one gets blown away? It has to do with what they're building on. It has to do with what they're standing on. 
It has to do with that they're anchored to. Obviously, one man was building and standing on an anchor and uh, things of this world. His hope was in this world. His dreams was in this world. His life was built on money. His life was built on people. His life was built on jobs. Uh, He's built on hobbies. He's built on funds that he could have. So when the storm came, there was no foundation to hold him down. And he washed them away. That is a shaky foundation. To build your life on. If you're building your life on stuff. And stuff can be taken away from you real quick. Amen. If you're building your life on people. People can exit out of your life real quick. If you're building your life on relationships. Relationships can crumble. Real quick. Some of y'all have been living long enough to know that uh, at one time or another you said to yourself, well, we'll be friends forever. <laughs> Amen. Well, they're, they, they, they'll never stab me in the back. They will always be there with me. I'm telling you, we are BFF. We are tight. We're just like that. Better be careful. I've lived long enough to see relationships that like that sour. Breaking up. And people have so much stock in what kind of relationship they can have. That is when it breaks up, it sends them to a nosedive. It messes their life up. And next thing you know, they're out of church, don't want no part of church. Because they're built on that shaky foundation. You can't build your life on relationship with people. You can't build your life uh, relationship on riches. You can't build your life on things and fun. Uh, one man built his life on all those things that he th- thought that mattered to him. But when the storm hits, just not proved to be stability, having stability. This other guy, he has found something that provides stability. In the storm. He's found something that he can latch on. This other guy's found something that he can keep anchored to. Even though everything around him is blowing apart, everything around him is coming undone, he has anchored his life, everything he has built his, on his life, it comes back to the root that comes back to that foundation. And that what it is according to Luke 6 and Matthew 7, the foundation is the Word of God. Jesus starts the whole thing out saying by saying this, Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them. He's speaking of the word of God himself. Jesus said if you will do just, if you do more than just hear, but do what I'm telling you, you get you anchored. Jesus is the rock. The word of God is a rock. And the Bible tells us he's the rock. It's the promise of God. He said you can have something to stand on when the entire world crumbles around you tonight. I have made my mind up that I am building everything that I am, everything I hope to be on the foundation of the rock of Jesus Christ. It is not myself. It's not my opinion. It's not my ability that I'm building on, but I'm building on the rock of Jesus Christ. And the whole world burns up and everything. I'm going to still be anchored to the word of Jesus Christ. 
I have something in my life that I've been anchored to. If you're going to survive a storm, you're going to have to have an anchor. You're going to have to have an anchor. You're going to have to anchor to something that ain't going to change. Amen. I know that sounds good. Sounds great while I'm preaching it. But so few people put it into practice today. So few people will latch on what you're saying. The problem is, he said, I just don't want you to hear what I'm saying. But I want you to do something about what I'm saying. Well, we wonder why so many people flop out on the Christian wall, drop out the church. Maybe all they were doing was sitting on the pews and listening, and they were never doing anything about it. They never did anything about what the Word of God had told them. They never did anything about the Word of God speaking to their heart. And they know that they're wrong and they need to get anchored into something more than what they're putting their feelings and their life into. Now, let, let me just say this example. Maybe a, rock, maybe a storm has rocked your life. Because the storm has rocked your life, you, you know you have a choice. You can sit down at home, put your thumb in your mouth, and sit there and go, why, 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 all the time. You have a choice. You have a free will when a storm hits your life. You can stay at home, do what you want to do, and just complain about it. Or you can say, you know what? I'm going to get up. I'm going to get in the Word of God. I'm going to get anchored back in the church. I'm not going to get away from it. You have a choice on what you're going to do when the storm hits your life. And can I tell you this tonight? There are storms coming your way. You cannot stop them. You have a choice. So he's telling these guys, you know, you've been listening to me. I, I've been telling y'all, you've been listening to me. Some of you are not doing what I'm telling you. Some of you are not putting into practice what he's saying. That's what he's telling. He says, like they're the wise men and then the foolish men. You're not putting into practice what the Word of God says. Three things about this foundation. It is a solid foundation. Solid foundation. And we're going to be here for a while. We know that the Lord Jesus in the Bible is the rock. And the word of God is also called the rock. In 40, verse 48, he is like a man which built a house and diggeth deep and layeth the foundation on a rock. It is solid. The book of Isaiah said the grass withered, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. David said thy word, O Lord, is forever settled in heaven. The verses that drives that liberal crazy is Psalms 12, 6 and 7. The words of the Lord are pure as silver and tried in a furnace of an earth. Purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from the generation from ever and ever. That tells me what I've got is solid. That the word is an eternity past, eternity future. And even the word is right here, right here, right where we are now. It is a solid foundation. Our foundation tonight is solid. It doesn't have any cracks in it. You can build a foundation and get cracks in them. This foundation has no cracks in it. 
Can I be honest? I, I could not honestly stand up here and tell you, you need to build your life on the Word of God. You need to take that Word of God and put it to your heart and make your life live on it. And then all of a sudden I tell you, well, John 3.16 should not have been in the Bible. Over in Isaiah, when Daniel was talking to the Hebrew boys in the fire, that wasn't God, that was God's in that fire. That, that shouldn't be a Bible. John, John uh, uh, so loved the world, shouldn't be in the Bible. I, if I was to stand up here and tell you, you need to build your life on this rock, the solid rock, and then turn around and tell you some things ain't right about it. You, no, I cannot tell you. That. This is a solid foundation. Second yeah. Timothy, study and show thyself approved unto the Lord, a God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And four verses later in the same chapter, nevertheless the foundation of God standeth, sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. It is settled. It is sure tonight. If you take this Bible, this word of God, and let me just say this, there are those out there trying to tell you, I told you about that whatever guy crossed out uh, that verse said it, didn't, it should not be there. there. There are people today are trying to rewrite the Word of God and said this ain't what the true Word of God. I, I ain't trying to give you something to hurt you. I'm trying to give you something that will help you in the storm that comes your way because the storm is going to come your way. I want you to have some confidence in the rock that you're building on. If you don't have confidence in this rock, you'll never have the ability to withstand a storm that will come your life. I'm talking about a solid foundation. Our, our country was built on this. Our forefathers believed in this. You, you go to the Capitol there, and all through the Capitol, it's written all over everything. Our Congress is written all over, and our, and our uh, government buildings and uh, uh, all these buildings are written. The Word of God is written all over it. Our country is built on this rock. It's a foundation long time ago. And yet today they're trying to destroy the very foundation that this country was built on. They're trying to pull it out and in you're trying to take it out of the churches. They don't want you to speak about this, this foundation. Now you can get the perversion verse of this and chat books of this and they'll let you go with that. But this one, this one right here, they don't want you to touch it. They want you to get rid of it. Laws were written out of this book here by our country. It is a solid foundation that this is built on. You build your life on this solid foundation. You won't have to worry about when the storm comes because it's solid. Ain't nothing going to move it away. Ain't nothing going to shake it off and on you. You just build on that and hold on to it. It's a solid foundation. It is a studied foundation. Jesus said it's not just enough to hear. You've got to do something with it. Yeah. He is the, like a man which built a house and diggeth deep and laid the foundation on the rock. Did you notice that? What he did to get to the foundation. He dug deep. He had to dig deep. Yeah. The foundation is there. You just got to do a little work. You just got to do a little digging there. To make sure you anchor to something, you're going to have to dig deep enough to get anchored to the right foundation. Amen. The foundation is solid. It's not going to do anybody any 
good if you don't get deep enough and get hooked up to that foundation. Study and show thyself approved. You got to dig. So what I tell you, don't believe what I tell you. Don't sit there and say, well, Brother Jimmy ain't going to lie to me. Don't trust everything that I tell you that's in the Word of God. Make sure what I'm telling you is the truth. You've got to dig some. You've got to get in the Word of God. You've got to build your life around the Word of God. You've got to make sure that everything that's being said is the truth. And the only way you can know that is to get into the Word of God yourself. So many people rely on the preacher to tell them all they need to know. I know some preachers right now, if you want them to tell you what they know, they don't know very little. They don't know nothing. If you, let me just say this, this is what I like. If you just take the word of God, get somewhere by yourself, away from everybody, away from everything, take your cell phones, house phones, click them on off, and get by side of some little lamp, cut that lamp on, open up that Bible, and just start reading. Start reading and start reading. Look for the nuggets that you find. I mean, you can find some nuggets in there. I'm telling you, you can find you some good nuggets in there. Look for the nuggets, and all of a sudden, that Holy Spirit, you'll be reading along, that Holy Spirit says, wait a minute, you see that right there? You see that there? That's what you need to focus on. Go back and read that again. That's how you find You get deeper into the Word of God. Well, we're convenient Christians. We want it done by somebody else. Preacher, you go ahead and you do all the digging. You do what you need to do. I'm going to tell you what. You sit there, you don't dig, you don't get in your Bible. That's on you. I'm going to keep digging. I'm going to keep looking. I'm going to keep deepening. But it's like this uh, Revelation study coming up. You think, well, I'll just come and listen. No, you better start studying the Revelation now. You better get in chapter 1 and eat it up real quick. And that when you do sit down, say, hey, I don't understand this. And I'm going to be standing out right with you. Well, that's me and you both. I don't understand it either. Well, let's dig into it. You, in order to get to the foundation that you need to build your life on, you're going to have to dig into it. Amen? It's a studied. It's study. When I played sports a couple of years ago, I did. I was still in my mind. I was still in my heyday, but in my mind. But when I played basketball for this little city up here called Wentworth, we would run drills over and over and over. And we were a 1A school, little. Compared to every school around here, we were the smallest school around here. We just met. Reasonable was a 4A school. Eden was a 4, Mohair was a 4A school. They were big. They had more people. We played them. They were on our schedule. We played them. And I know a lot of times we'd get rough. You'd be sweating, getting down to the end of the game. And you'd say, well, I, don't, I, I ain't got another win. I can't do it anymore. My legs getting rubber, sweating. I'm tired. I'm wore out. And the coach would call up, and I'll never forget Mr. Stafford. He'd call us over and say, I'll come in. I understand you're tired. I understand you're wore out. I understand that it looks bleak in your life right now, but I'm just telling you right now, just dig a little deeper, and you'll make it. And he, he would give us that speech, dig a little deeper into it, just dig a little deeper inside, just get a little deeper in his side. And we'd go out and we, we'd finish on a high note. And same thing with uh, uh, dirt bike racing. They, they, when they race, they'd run around the tracks, so they got a, what they call a pit board, and they put on that pit board, you're on lap number, whatever it is, and, and you're, you're this position. 
But they know that when they get towards the end of that race and the body has been shaken and beaten up and worn out and everything, they'll put on that pit board that's come around. Dig a little deeper. I'm telling you right now as a Christian you need to dig a little deeper. It might not seem good. It might seem like the world is coming in on top of you. It's shaking it up and you don't know which way to turn. Our government don't know what to do. I'm telling you right now. But dig a little deeper and get anchored to that solid foundation. There's no cracks there. You don't have to worry about it. Everything grows up goes right back down to that foundation. Dig a little deeper. Because you need to do it because it's going to get rough. It's going to get rough in this world. And I tell you, church, we're in the fourth quarter now. We're in the last minute of this race of life. Look at society and the way things are going. We're living in the last days. It's not time to get relaxed. It's not time to give up. It's not time to whine and complain about it. It's time to do, dig a little bit deeper in the Word of God. And get anchored into it. Read another chapter. Find you another nugget. You're going to need something that you can hold on to that's going to provide yourself or you're going to end up discouraged, defeated if you don't do that. And the storm's going to wipe you out if you're not anchored to it. Dig a little deeper tonight. It has to be a solid foundation, a studied foundation. Learn more, dig more. It will help you to survive the storm. Some of the greatest Christians that I know, the old gray hair saints that I know, and they had a deep relationship with this book. When things come their way, it didn't waver them. It didn't shake them because they were inside the book. Because they survived, because they were anchored to the Word of God. You need to get anchored into this Word. You need to dig into this Word in order to survive the storms of life that's coming your way. But can I say there is a foundation that is shaken. Verse 49. He that heareth and doeth not. Maybe there's someone here who's like that today, night. You heard what I've said. It's like a man without a foundation built his house upon the rock against what with the stream beat it vehemently and immediately it fell and ruined that house was great. It was a shaken foundation. You know what Jesus called these people? You don't, don't get upset and say, I did. I, I didn't. Jesus called them this. I didn't. According to Matthew 7, Jesus said, Those that doeth them, I will liken them to a wise man. Then he said, Those that heareth these sayings and doeth not, I will liken unto him as a foolish man. Foolish man. He said, you're a fool if you think you can run through your own life, do what you want to do, live your life the way you want to do, and not anchor down. You're a foolish man. I have watched people over the years that have gone from one ruin to the next ruin, not getting anchored down. One shake-up after shake-up. Get blown out, blown away every time they turn around. They're constantly living in a drama in their life. They're constantly in drama. They're always wondering what's happening. Why is this going on? Because they're not anchored in the right things. They put their faith in the things of this world. They put their faith in themselves. And you cannot do that. Uh, now, I'm not talking about storms because everybody has storms. We all have storms. I'm talking about storms that will wipe you out. 
They wonder why is this happening to me over and over in my life. Evidently there was some not adherence to the word of God. They just would not act on what God has told them. Listen to me. <laughs> Listen good. There has never been a life torn apart that's built on this foundation. There has never been a life that's fell apart, fallen apart, blown apart, that was built on God's word. There's never been a life totally got ruined or fall apart that life has not followed by the word of God. You follow the word of God, you're going to survive the storm. Some people go from one unrest to another. From one outside, looking inside, you say, man, I know what your problem is. I see that you go from here to there. You go from this and going through that. You go facing this. And it seems like it's just every other day you hear somebody saying, oh, well, I'm going through this again. I'm going through that again. Well, you've been at church. Well, I, I'm just telling you, brother, I just cannot go to church because I'm feeling so depressed. Well, if you get undepressed and go to church, it'll help you out. I'm telling you, people think that because they're going through storms, it's God's fault. They're pushing that storm on them, and God is trying to drive them out of the church. God is not trying to drive you out of the church. He wants you in the church, and He wants that storm to make something better of you. You get anchored down more and more because storms are coming. The devil will send a storm. God will send a storm. And you bring your own storms onto yourself. You've got to have something anchored to to withstand the storm. I'm telling you, this Word of God will make a difference in your life. It has made a difference in my life. It will change your life. Can I get an amen there? Just simply, applying the principles of this book to your life, you can survive a storm if you're on the foundation. Because the foundation is solid. You can survive this storm. Have you applied, have you took what's been given to you? Have you taken the word of God? So, Lord, I need help. And let God show you in his word. That's the solid foundation. That's what you need to do. We need to get a hold of solid foundation. You can look everywhere you want to. And can I say this? If you ain't got this version, you got the perversion. I'm just going to tell you that because they leave out so many verses in these other Bibles. It may be easy reading, but I never read in God's Word it's going to be easy life. It's going to be a hard life. That's why he told us about storms. That's why he told us you've got to get hooked to the foundation because he knows it's not easy living in this world. Amen.